0: So, expand yourself. Yeah. And here's the thing stop looking for your purpose. It's not lost. <laughs> okay. Yes. It's actually not lost, but it is beaten up yeah. on top, underneath divorce, mm-hmm. heartbreak, finances, break, break uh, bankruptcy, insecurity, time, mm-hmm. society, the pandemic, post pandemic, losing people. So your purpose is there. There's just lots of life and bullshit on top of it. And when we start peeling back those layers, Mm -hmm. then suddenly, but not so suddenly, do things that you really enjoy and your truest self begins to reemerge. But we've got so much stuff Mm -hmm. going on. People can't even feel that for themselves because they're in a loop of just a habit loop of the matrix of our world. Yeah. You know, yeah. and the truth of the matter is, you people can be happier and they can feel more fulfilled. Mm-hmm. And it really does start with being honest with oneself. Welcome to Black Belt Beauty Radio. Get ready. It's time to rise. Hey, what's up, everyone?
1: Welcome back to another episode of Black Belt Beauty Radio. This week's incredible guest is April Franks. April is a magnetic, feminine, conscious business coach, speaker, and author. She is the founder of Woman Recharged, parent to Epic Woman and April and Company. As a master community builder, content creator, and launch strategist to women entrepreneurs, her superpower is transforming the business and personal lives of the woman connected to her. Not only is she an absolute badass at what she does, but she's also a no bullshit, unapologetic, powerful as fuck woman living. Fully in her purpose. I am so, so excited for you to hear her incredible story her powerful mindset and to share some of the laughs that went down between us. Honestly, she makes me cackle so hard Uh, as you receive her incredible gems of wisdom. Get ready to drop all of the excuses and begin living up to your fullest potential. She will surely light that fire in your heart. So in this episode, we talk about how to use diversity to further embrace your authentic self and to thrive. What energetic shifts April made to go from fired and broke to making 17K in five weeks. So that's very earlier on in her career and so incredible. What it takes to change your relationships with failure and uncertainty to become unstoppable. So how to reframe that how the magnetic power of feminine energy traits, trust and allowance will transform your life and how to go from a scarcity mindset to an abundant mindset. Honestly, and so much in between she is literally one of my most favorite people that I've met in a long time. I adore her. I respect her and I am so proud to have her on the show and introduce her to you. If you are not already aware of who she is and dialed into her, definitely go to Instagram and check her out. If you are not already already dialed into her. I promise you, you will get so much value from her content and you will laugh your ass off at the same time, which to me is like the win-win situation. So please let us know how this episode impacted you. Share it on your IG stories. Let us know on the posts and the IG comments or in YouTube. If you're watching it there, make sure to subscribe to the channel. If you are DM us, however you want to connect with us, we are here for it. And we are always looking forward to carrying on the conversation with you. And if you have not already, given this incredible podcast. Yes, incredible. I'm so proud of it. A five-star rating review and you're loving it and it's supporting you. Please take a quick moment to head over to the show notes. There's a very easy link. You click on that, you can hit the five stars. And if you feel inspired to write a little uh, review, that would also be so, so helpful and so meaningful to all of us here at Black Boat Beauty Radio. Truly, it makes makes all of us smile to see the new uh, reviews come in. And it means so much, not only to us, but to everybody else who gets to take in the show because you are helping it reach so many more people. So without any further ado, please enjoy this incredible conversation with my dear friend, Abriel. Before we get down, I'm going to give fair warning to everyone watching or listening. I am going to end up on the floor spitting and cackling, getting the best ab workout because that's what you do to me. Mind fucking always expanding, listening to you. Heart just in awe of you. And my abs are literally getting the fucking best workout because your humor just (laughs) hits it with me. It's so good. So, uh, you know, my community, people who listen to this podcast are already familiar with my cackle, but I'm just saying it's going to be really fucking obnoxious. In this talk. And Bring, I can't it. Wait. Bring it. Bring <laughs> it. So I'm so fucking excited to be just spending more time with you. We had our first meetup uh the other day, yeah. and it was so just it, it was so special, truly. Yeah. You're incredible. I want to share with you one of my greatest goals in life is to be the ultimate representative of someone who a woman who built her life hitting every goal that she wanted to achieve or something better doing it the whole way by being her authentic self. So never, ever, ever, you know, turning down the volume on her authentic. Actually, that's not true. We'll talk about that, but you know, just being not loyal to my true self and still achieving those goals. And, and to do my very, very, very best to do all of that without burning out. So that's like a conscious thing that I'm always moving through. And you, what I love so much, but there's a lot that I love about you, truly. And we're just getting rolling with this friendship. But I feel like you are such a beautiful example of that of a woman who has just you are so prolific you've you've built so much it's incredible um and I feel like you're still just getting started which is really incredible yeah. considering how much you've done and I love how you're fucking truly who you are and I know that my my realness yeah. meter is a gift. It's on point. It's on fucking point. Yeah. Yeah. So, I yeah, I'm just excited to share you and your voice, your message with my audience because so much of what I speak about, authenticity, mm-hmm. um self-compassion, The power of vulnerability, empowerment, um, self trust—you live this, you exude this, you embody this, and you've literally been building your world. Yes, and and coming from tremendous challenge as well. One hundred percent, you know, with with all of these attributes. So I just want to start there, and then honestly, April, I want to. I'm going to just throw a couple things at you. And I just, I want you to fucking just speak.
0: (laughs) Let's get into it. Let's get into it. Thank you for having me. You're so welcome. Yeah, this is great. So the
1: authentic self, can we start there?
0: Please. Yeah. Yeah. The authentic self is really about you accepting yourself. And -hmm. a lot of women just don't accept themselves. And a lot of people in general, they don't accept themselves because we've been taught or not taught Mm -hmm. to be okay with who we are. And we live in this society where this perfection or this bar or this societal measure is what we're supposed to be going after, even when you don't believe it or feel it. Right. And so people become very performative in their life Mm -hmm. and they stop really even knowing who they are. Agreed. And so then they have this representative that meets everyone else. Yeah. But the real them is like just kind of dying inside. Right. Yeah. And that's just not it's just not somewhere I want to be, you know, and people want to be accepted because they want to be liked. they want friends, they want family, they want people to love them and want to spend time with them. And it's like, but is it you, the real you that people are liking and loving and want to spend time with? Or is it this character that you've created? Mm
1: hmm. Oh my goodness! Yes. To be
0: to be validated, yeah. Instead of just being your quirky self or your dry self or your outgoing self, right? You know, or your obnox obnoxious self. I said to my to my audience one day. I said, I am the obnoxious friend when I'm drinking. I was like, <laughs> I'm so fucking obnoxious. <laughs> And it's just what it is. <laughs> you know? Just love it or whatever. Light, like light. don't drink with me, drink with your mom. <laughs> if you don't want if you don't want this energy, then have a cocktail with your grandma. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm
1: saying? But I love it because I feel like, you know, when you show up as your authentic self, number one, you're saying To yourself, I see you, I hear you, and I feel you. And I feel Mm -hmm. like that's what everybody wants in life, right? We all want to be seen, heard, and felt. But if we're not even giving that to ourselves, like that's an issue, right? That's an issue. And then I think that, you know, and you and I touched on this the other day when we were hanging out, but showing up as your authentic self is the best filtration system to, you know, basically to anybody that you're going to meet and encounter and build a relationship with, including also even, you know, opportunities with work. If they're not really, if you're not really giving your true self, then you're gonna call in experiences, humans that are not necessarily aligned with a hundred percent, right? The real
0: you, because the real you exactly because what happens is you end up creating a whole life that's fake, right? And all of your connections are based on this version of yourself that's not even your full self. So people are liking something that's not even you. And if you showed up the way that you truly desired to, yeah, then you may lose some friends. Right, right. In air quotes. Yeah. Right. You may lose some, you may have to make decisions that you've been avoiding if your real self were to rise up. Right. And so authenticity to me is like everything because I'm not seeking external approval. Mm-hmm. I don't give a fuck. I care about the things I care about, yeah, and I want people to be very clear mm-hmm. that I'm either for them or not for them. Yes. And so I don't mind being offensive. Well, you know, what's funny about that
1: is i I find you to be incredibly magnetic. And I believe that's because you are truly you're living your true self expression, mm-hmm. and that's why you're so captivating and powerful. You know, to me, but certainly to so many. You mm-hmm. know, I mean, I know that's what your community loves about you, and also, you know, this is just my lens and my read on you. But what I also love so much is, you know, you stand for empowerment. You you literally are empowering your your community, and you there's so much heart in it.
0: I feel it. I love it. There's no bullshit. There's no bullshit. You know why? Uh-uh. <laughs> because I hate to be bullshitted. Right? <laughs> I'm like, what is happening? Are we living in the matrix? Why are we all pretending this is okay? This is not okay. And I'm just such an advocate. And I have been for a very long time, even yeah. as a little girl. You know, as a little girl, I grew up in a environment that was very hostile, mm-hmm. abusive. Yeah. And I was even at, four years old, advocating for my mother and advocating for other family members and our safety and fairness. Yeah. And so I've always been that person that has been like, oh, y'all not going to say nothing? I'm saying something. God, I understand you. I and It's very similar in my upbringing. I'm know? saying something. I'm Rosa yeah. Parks, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not moving. <laughs> and can I, can I ask you, do you feel
1: that especially— you know, from, from from choosing that path from a very young age, um, albeit challenging, I'm sure, like actually very threatening to your own survival at times. I know. I know it in my own life. Yeah. So I, I can relate and speak to that. But do you feel that that constant, f- I'll just say, flexing of that muscle, your authentic self, has really just supported you to be able to do it a lot easier, even If it was, you know, you find yourself in hard situations, like maybe, I don't know, I'll give an example because I feel like you probably encountered this. But, you know, maybe there was some kind of work opportunity that came your way, but you just didn't feel it was like a fuck yes alignment, even though it presented All kinds
0: of. A hundred percent. Yeah. So I remember this was probably 10 or 12 years ago. There was this client that we were working with and they wanted us to do some additional work. Mm -hmm. And they had presented us with this contract. And I was the decision maker. And I saw this contract and I was like, I need this money, but not like this. I need this money. I need this money bad, but not at the expense of my fucking dignity My value, I just refuse to be a whore for this client. Yeah. Now, sometimes I could be a whore, but not for them. (laughs) (laughs) Right? Like, I get to choose. You get to choose. When the hoe comes out. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I'm saying? I do, actually. (laughs) Like, (laughs) my body, my choice.
1: Oh my god, I love you. <laughs> Ten minutes in, and they already get why I love right, you. Right, Fucking right, right. No, but it's so true. And, and and you know what I love so much about what you just said is that I I I really believe, and I, I share this a lot, that authenticity and autonomy go hand in hand. Mm-hmm. If you are not being your authentic self, there's some kind of fear that is holding you hostage, your mm-hmm. true self hostage, mm-hmm. and you know. Listen, I say that with compassion because there could be something that is really understandable, like why that would make you afraid and want to put your true self in the closet or whatever. But it just it, it, it means it means that you are. Thank you. My eye has been watering and I'm ignoring it. It's getting bad. Okay, cool.
0: Let me. I'm going to have to get up.
1: Thank you so much. Listen. I'm going to fucking, I'm going to make a comment about it right now. <laughs> I'm already tearing up from the fucking laughter.
0: Bitches. <laughs> fixing our makeup.
1: <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> he knocks. We both fucking flip the hair.
0: <laughs> right. <laughs> I was on cue. I was like, oh, I'm fixing the hair. You <laughs> fucking no problem.
1: Oh, oh yeah, mascara. Okay, <laughs> it might happen again, but
0: that's okay. Yeah, just keep that in just... your little.
1: We'll keep it closed. in
0: your lappy. Okay. It's real life, ladies make and gentlemen. Artist. Real life.
1: Oh my goodness!
0: This is what happens behind the
1: scenes,
0: (laughs) level nine. That's
1: right. Okay, Scott, it might happen again, but you let me know. I'm gonna, I'm gonna pick it up. Can I? Can I? um, I'm gonna say okay. I'm gonna had to wipe
0: some mascara drip in there because I'm already.
1: (laughs) up from the laughter. Listen, Ugh, um, so...
0: we need a mascara sponsor, please. That's right.
1: <laughs> <See? laughs> I love the way you think. It's true. We need a no-drip,
0: waterproof mascara, okay? Certainly. For laughter. <laughs>
1: exactly. But yeah, autonomy and authenticity go hand in hand. And I, I really do believe that the bravest thing that anybody can ever do is to choose their authentic self, you yes. know? And I kind of define it to make it simple for people because a lot of times people are like, I don't even know what that means. Like mm-hmm. what is, and I, I, to put it very simply, I, I believe that it's what your heart truly wants to say yes to and what your heart truly wants to say no to in life.
0: Yes. And it's really like that simple. It is that simple. Yeah. And what happens, I believe, is that when people have watched other people stand up for themselves and how they're criticized, yeah. people are like, I don't want that. Right. I don't want that scrutiny. Right. I don't want to be judged. I don't want people not to like me. I don't want to be under the microscope like that. Yeah. And so because of how people treat people that do stand up for themselves, yeah. the masses is like, fuck that. Right. I'll just keep my opinion to myself. Right. I'll go along to get along. Mm-hmm. And I'm saying, fuck that. I'm with you. You know, yeah. this is much more liberating. And the truth of the matter is there is scrutiny. There are people that don't like what I say or how I say it yeah. or what, what have you. And that's OK. Yeah. Right. Okay. I, I'm not I'm not I'm not here for other people's approval. No. I'm here to make a difference for the people that I can make a difference for. Mm-hmm. And the other people, instead of finding the energy to criticize me, go fix your own life. Right. Go find your own leader. <laughs> Truly. Seriously. Like, yeah. go find your leader. Like, what are you doing? Like, you're not proving anything to me by not liking me from your cell phone. And Boise, <laughs> I don't know you. I mean, but you know what I'm saying? Yes, like, I your do. judgment means nothing. No, I your do. Your judgment is internalized self-hate. Insecurity. And insecurity. That's what right. that is. And so right. it's like we really have to move to a space where we're, if everyone would just love themselves more— and treat themselves with kindness and love, and yeah. be honest with themselves, then we wouldn't have such a hard time doing that for other people. It's so true.
1: What do you feel like, so What if you had to define how what self-love is to you, or even how it shows up for you in your day-to-day life, especially as a, you know, just high-performing entrepreneur, what does self-lo- self-love look like to you in your
0: world? Self-love, for me, looks like me honoring my boundaries. Mm. Right? Because boundaries yes. are created for you. They're created for yourself. It is to honor the things that keep you well. Yes. Right? So you honoring the things that keep you well so people not disrespecting you, people not calling you after a certain time, people not invading your private space if you don't want it invaded. It's like Mm -hmm. you creating boundaries is you basically saying, this thing makes me feel well. And when that boundary is crossed, I don't feel well. Yeah. So learning to establish those and then enforce those boundaries, mm-hmm. you know, and people are people pleasers. Yeah. And so they don't want people to feel bad. Right. And I always say, I don't have any control over how you feel, actually. Uh, true. <laughs> you you choose to be mad. Right. And you choose to be sad. Yeah. And you choose to be happy. And you can choose to be in fucking different. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like You can choose that. And... It's it's this lack of emotional regulation that we haven't really gotten to mm-hmm. that is so important to our growth like yeah. just listen to me ladies and gentlemen wouldn't it be great if 10 of the fucks you gave right now you didn't like seriously give him
1: a moment cuz that's a so real like that's, just
0: think of just think yeah. of three things that you're just over obsessed about that's just causing your stomach to hurt Just taking up too much mental energy, too much of your conversation, too many of your words. Just imagine if you just didn't care. Right. Right. What if you didn't care that the Tupperware wasn't stacked appropriately in your cabinet? Yeah. What if you didn't care that, you know what I'm saying? I do. We over-obsess about all these things, and it's just not that important.
1: Well, and I love it because, again, you give agency or you remind individuals of the agency that they have, Mm -hmm. which I'm so on board with. I have a quote that, you know— it's it's not about, you know, giving no fucks. It's about g- give a lot of fucks. I yeah. give a lot of fucks, but yes. just be mindful of the ge- geography
0: that you give to them. Exactly. Right. Exactly. <laughs> right? Because, yeah, I, I care about lots of things. Clearly. But it's all the thi- the other things that are mm-mm. dragging people down. Right. That's making people feel bad about themselves. Yeah. Having them go with these bars that aren't even attainable for most people. Yeah. You know, and people are feeling bad about themselves. They're in this comparison mode. And it's like, when you really love yourself, you don't have to. I'm not comparing myself against anyone. Yeah. Because there's only one April Franks. Yes. You know what I'm saying? And there's only one Roxy. Yeah. And to you listening, there's really only one you. Mm -hmm. And I think people forget that they're fighters. Yeah. Like just just naturally, right? So just think about this for a second. Okay. Rated MA conversation about to go down. Always over here, though. (laughs) So. Your dad had sex with your mom before it was your dad and your mom. And millions of sperm were fighting to survive. Yes. Like literally millions. Like, And the rest of them died yes. on and, the way. On the battlefield.
1: It's like 300. Yes. One of my favorites. Right? Yes. And, and
0: you lived. Yes. You planted that sperm in that egg, and a whole fucking human was born, Mm -hmm. and you're walking around acting like you're not special.
1: Right.
0: Bitches, you're special. (laughs) Yes. You know what I'm saying? And it's like the world beats us up and makes us not feel special, and then we start to believe that as humans. We allow it. Yeah, exactly. It's like, oh, well, maybe. Well, maybe. And it's like you really have to take control over what comes in. You
1: know, and this is so important to insert right here because— Listening to you, it sounds almost, it's just so easy because, because the truth is it's actually fucking simple, right? Like the, the, the truest and best things in life are actually very simple, not necessarily easy to apply, but sure. but they're simple. And what I want to point out here is that again, you don't come from some easy fucking life no. where what you're sharing here was just like, oh, you could just speak to it so Yeah, easily. just some Pollyanna. Yeah, exactly. No, no, no boo-boo.
0: We no. Was on, I was on food stamps and in abusive relationships and grew up in a very hostile environment where men routinely beat women.
1: And you could have allowed the circumstances to dictate Who you are and how you feel about you and literally change the entire trajectory of your life to not be what it is now. Well, I did. I did let it. Okay. Talk about that. Yeah.
0: So in my early, my teens, I was super promiscuous and just looking for love in all the wrong places, wanting to feel what non-abuse felt like all while still abusing myself and abusing my body and I didn't know that that's what I was doing. Yeah. And so those things did have an effect on me. So this version of me today, that's Mm -hmm. work. That's work being done. That's therapy. That's retreats. That's cannabis medicine. That's psychedelic medicine. That's, spending time, that's boundaries, that's yeah. quieting my mind, that's yeah. being mindful. It's being a good fucking human being. Yeah. <laughs> it's taking responsibility for my own bullshit. Yeah. So those things did impact me negatively for a very long time. Okay. And I had to look in the mirror and say, who has control over this life? Mm-hmm. Because people love to blame their parents for shit. Listen, your parents were fucking broken. Yeah. So, it's a pass down. Yeah. So, and, and before that, Their parents didn't know shit either. Right. And you're probably don't know shit either. We're doing the best we can with what we got. So true. You know, and sometimes the best isn't good enough. Mm -hmm. And sometimes the best is traumatic. Yeah. And that's unfortunate. And also Mm -hmm. you're a grown up. Yeah. And we have to take responsibility for our, our life now. Sure. You know, my father was an alcoholic. God bless his soul. He passed away four years ago. And also I can't as a 46-year young woman, still blame my mom and my dad right. for my behavior as a grown-ass person. Right. No, but people love to do that. Well, my, yeah. My, no, no, no. We're not doing that anymore. So when did you,
1: when, I don't know if there was like a, kind of like a Mack truck moment in your life or was it just a gradual progression where you were like, okay, I'm gonna be fucking honest with myself. Because that, that honesty is what supports the accountability. Right? Sure. Yeah.
0: Man, there were multiple moments. Yeah. Yeah, there were lots of moments. Um, One big moment was when I turned 30 and I was in an abusive relationship that I vowed as a young girl that that would never happen to me, Mm. that I would never end up in an abusive relationship like my mother, Mm -hmm. like my grandmother, like my cousins, my aunt. And I found myself in that and I didn't know that I was being groomed into that. Yeah. And so I was so devastated disappointed and like, oh, my God, how did I get here? Mm -hmm. And I went on my 30th birthday to get a massage and I just sobbed on the massage table. And the massage therapist was like, are you okay?" And I was like, no, but just keep going. And I made a decision that day that I was leaving that relationship. Mm -hmm. And I did in the middle of the night. Wow. And I just took my life back. That's powerful. And that was just one of the instances that was the beginning of this evolution of the epic woman that Mm -hmm. you all see today.
1: I love that. I love that. Yeah. So then from that point, it was just this constant nurturing to keep moving you in that direction. 100%. Where were you career-wise at that point?
0: Career-wise, I was—so I was living in St. Louis at that time. I was making about $52,000 a year. That was the most money I had ever made at a job. Mm -hmm. And uh, I was feeling like I was successful. Mm -hmm. I had the things that I wanted. And back then, $52,000 was a lot of money. Mm -hmm. And I still knew that I wanted to do more. And I had side projects and things that I was working on in real estate. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, I was up to— exploring and just being open to what was available to me, especially because I don't have a GED. Yeah. Well. And me dropping out of high school, I've always been a hustler. I'm like, I got to make it however I got to make it. Right, right. And, of course, today now I'm anti-hustle culture and all that. Mm-hmm. But I got drugged through the mud by my own volition, yeah, Yeah. (laughs) right? Um, Because that was my survival mechanism. I was just thinking that, yeah. Yeah. It it makes sense that
1: that would be, you know, to get you out from where you were, you kind of had to move into that mode. A hundred percent. And then start to feel into what would then take you out of the hustle culture, which I want to talk to you about because that's such an important piece to everything that you do and you talk about. And and I stand for that as well. Um, I just want to ask you, you know, when you... When you when you merged out of that career and then you started building your queendom, you can call it, your your entire empire, your business to today, like what was, because I, I feel like being an entrepreneur is actually very, um, it's the greatest self-development experience. And it's actually really spiritual experience. It's like, it is the pathway to self-actualization, right? Because your inner world, in my opinion, shapes your outer world. 100%. Yeah. Can we talk about that in your...
0: Yeah, Yeah. yeah, Yeah. so I didn't evolve out. I got fired. Okay. And I lost everything. Mm -hmm. I went bankrupt. My home went into foreclosure. I slept on my best friend's couch for six months. Wow. While I could not even afford to take care of my daughter. So I had to send my daughter, who was eight or nine at the time, to my mother and my father to raise her while I was being depressed on a couch, making $10 an hour working temp jobs. And so that experience was my bottom. Yeah. I walked away from everything and I literally had a house, a brand new house full of furniture and everything living in it. And I walked out, got in my car and I left it. Wow. In St. Louis. And I drove my 2004 Monte Carlo from St. Louis, Missouri, to Atlanta, Georgia, where I lived with my one of my best friends from high school. Wow! And I got my life together. And it took me about six months. Mm-hmm. And then things started to change and to shift. And I started to manifest. And I believed. I knew that wasn't my existence. I knew I was in a period of time that was very transformative. And it was just hard. But I accepted that this was just what it was that I had to go through this time yeah, in order to get to where I was wanting because I knew mm-hmm. instinctively that everything was going to be fine. How did you know that?
1: And what was your relationship with
0: self-doubt at any moment in that period? I never doubted that it would be fine. Okay. I knew that it would be. I think that's spiritual. I think that's Mm -hmm. divine. I think that's a part of my gift. Yep. Yep. I understand that. Yeah. Yeah. So I just knew. And what's so eerie to some people is I knew the third week of January would be fine. I didn't know why. Yeah. Here I am, broke as a fucking joke.
1: Yeah.
0: My mother had to take out a loan just so I can survive. My credit was shot. Yeah. I was driving a car. I hadn't paid the car note on in nine months. Mm. And I but I still knew inside me. And for whatever reason, the third week of January kept coming up. And in December of 2007, mm-hmm. I answered a Craigslist ad that said that they would pay someone to do this job that I had just gotten fired from the, the same industry. OK. Twenty one thousand dollars for 30 days of work. Doing okay. the same thing I had gotten fired from, from this other company. Okay. I applied for the job and I started on January 21st, which is the third week of January. That's fucking awesome. Yeah. And I didn't make 21000 I made $17,483.43 in, ah! in, in 37 days. Yeah. And that changed my life.
1: Oh my goodness. That is so fucking badass.
0: Yeah.
1: Well, okay. It changed your life because, I mean, we can say the obvious, but I want to know deeper on a deeper level, like what, what happened internally for you in that moment?
0: Well, the first check I got from those people was $2,500 and I'd never gotten a $2,500 check before. Yeah. And it reinforced that people could make a lot of money and it wasn't just Carlton sheets on infomercials in the middle of the night who was this real estate mogul I guess trainer course creator that was come on you know at midnight and you see all these people talking about all this money they're making and you know so it's like fairy tale land I was like people aren't making that this is a that's a scam yeah well that was the first time I, I was like I made 17 grand. In like five weeks. What the fuck? (laughs) I was like, oh my God. Now I can't live off 17 grand in five weeks. (laughs) But I mean, things have changed, right? Right. But but honestly, I'm just like, what? And that showed me that I could do and have whatever I wanted. What and it also important. proved that my degree or lack thereof, yeah, didn't make a difference. Right. That my work ethic yeah. and my skill and my talent mm-hmm. was enough.
1: Yeah. Ugh, so good. That's mm-hmm. so important to hear. Mm-hmm. You know, um because it could just be so you know, there is I think there's, you know, have you ever heard of the upper limit by Gay Hendricks, no, psychologist? No. So a lot of people have um Upper limits so these limits to what they believe is actually possible for them to experience to receive so if it's money it's like some people have um like a, maybe it's like an upper limit of oh I can only you know uh bring Makes, in five thousand dollars a month sure, or something like that sure, right sure. and so when you, you you there's work to to break the upper limit but I think in that example
0: it's like that did it yeah <laughs> That did it. Right. And it wasn't even the best environment. Like when I got to that contract and I, in the corporate apartment, I'm Mm -hmm. using air quotes for those of you listening. I opened the door, turned on the light and roaches went everywhere in the corporate apartment. Damn. (laughs) Okay. And I had a decision to make because I was broke. I had $60 to my name that day. Yeah. I didn't even have money to stay at a hotel. Yeah. Like, I accepted this contract, I got to this place in the middle of the night, Mm -hmm. and I had a decision to make, and I literally talked to myself and I said, you have to do this because this is going to change your life. I literally stood in front of a wall and said this out loud. I love it. And I was like, I just don't have a choice because what are my alternatives? Right.
1: Well, you could have. You could have. I I just, I want to give you a little bit more credit because— it seems like we don't have a choice because, and and I understand that because it's like the way that you're made. It's like no, I don't have
0: a fucking choice. My yeah. back is against a wall, and I'm going to get the fuck out. Well, yeah, because the yeah. alternative wasn't a choice. Yeah, you well, see, for some s- people, though. right, right, a hundred percent. For some people, it is, but right. for me, I was like, oh hell no. And that's what I'm saying. I'm like that, 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 that life no. is <laughs> not driving. No, <laughs> no, <laughs> we don't want that. Like, no, and and I did it, that's and true. then I did it again. And that just showed me that money was real and that there's people out here really making fucking money. Yeah. And that, and it's not all about money, but it's all about money.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Money's an energy. Sure. And, and we and need it. Especially, you know, you, I know for myself, I'm a creator. The more that I'm resourced, the better I can create, the bigger I can create. And that creation has, you know,
0: more ability to impact on a larger level. 100%. You know? And you're, we're providing opportunities. Like I'm responsible. For people's livelihood, right now that does come with its own stresses, right. And also, we're creating opportunities. We're we're sharing the wealth, right? You exactly. know, we you know when you have a VA that oh, that's real. We have got to stop underestimating these things. Sure. If you have an assistant, if you have someone that's helping you edit your videos, like mm-hmm. we're all in this ecosystem supporting each other. Truly. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I love that. And hold on. Let me just, let me just do this because I'll tend to keep going and ignore. (laughs) Can you leave that in, Scott? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Jeffrey. Um, (laughs) Oh my gosh. Huh? I felt myself doing it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> we just both like. God, I want to do so many videos with you. I can't. Just like this is fucking. very stressful, people. <laughs> Every time I laugh, my eye keeps fucking tearing. Okay, hold on. Okay. Oh great.
0: Right. Am I?
1: Yeah, yeah. I'll just, yeah. Okay, let me, let, me just... let me get you like as if you were going to be. Is my makeup totally fucked up? No. Okay, mm-hmm. cool. No, 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 no. Okay. Very good. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay. So let me just watch the. Okay, cool. Okay. Yeah. It's just going to keep doing it. Okay. Okay, cool. Okay. I knew where. Um, back against the wall. Cool. Mm. So one of the things that I speak about so often that I'm so passionate about is self-trust. Mm. I'd love to know in that phase of your life, you know, where your back is against the wall, but then, you know, it switches on, you're like, I could do this shit, and you start building from there. Um, what was your relationship with self-trust in that moment and
0: really throughout as you're building? Honestly, I don't even know that I even thought about self-trust at that time. Right? The way that I do now, because I speak about that as well. Mm -hmm. I just was in survival mode. Okay. Right? So I was like, I have a daughter. Okay. That I can't even provide food for. Mm -hmm. I need money. I need my own apartment. Yeah. I need... To pay this car. Yeah. You know, I need, I have needs. Yeah. So at that point, it wasn't even about self self trust on the forefront consciously. Yeah. Right? Subconsciously, yes. that's what that was. Right. For sure. Right? Subconsciously, I had this belief in myself, but my conscious mind was just like, we're in some, my survival mode 100%. Yeah. And as I've evolved, trust is something that goes back to you being authentic to yourself because then you can trust that and you can be okay with that and you can be okay with your feelings and what comes up for you and decisions that you need to make, relationships to keep, not to keep, Mm -hmm. because you trust what your body is saying to you. Yeah. And a lot of people just don't even have time to listen to their body. Yeah. You know, because Mm -hmm. we're so busy doing all the things. Right. Well, and busy not
1: necessarily doing the things that are going to, you know, give you the experiences that you want. One hundred percent. Kind of, um, you know, something that you know you you actually touched on very slightly, but I want to pull out a little bit. Is sure. I think one of the greatest skills that we can acquire in life is actually decision making skills. And I know you know this, and and sure, as you carried forward in your career building your, you know, everything that you've built. I mean, what would you say about the the importance of decision-making skills? And also just throwing this in there, it's obviously, it could be really hard, challenging to make decisions when you don't have, in quotations, proof, the proof that you want, because you're facing uncertainty. We sure. always are. But sure. like when you're building some shit authentically from like a heart vision place, right? Then you're really... You're, you're dancing with uncertainty on a whole different
0: level. Sure. Right? Yeah. yeah. So You have to be okay with failure. Mm. Right? So when you're wanting to make a decision about anything, and I always say that there is this place where you don't, where you're uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. And then there's the other side of that. And the opportunity in the middle is for you to decide. Right? That's, you get to choose. And that was where I was standing in, in that nasty apartment. Yeah. Having to choose between the life I didn't want to be in mm-hmm. and something I didn't know existed but had to surely be better than the life I was didn't want to be in. Yeah, And so my decision either was going to get me closer to a possibility, mm-hmm. and I had to trust that possibility, or I can go back to what I didn't want and continue that pattern of yeah. being broke and sad and unfulfilled in my work. Yeah. and the decision that i made was i want the other thing now people want certainty and i'm just going to tell everyone listening stop that <laughs> there's <laughs> nothing stop. certain no, no one knows there 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 is no no one knows no so And that's a gift. And it is. And just, and you have, this is an adventure. Yes, This whole life is. Mm -hmm. And we don't have all the answers. We have lots of answers, but we don't have all of them because if we had all of them, this would be fucking boring. I
1: would, exactly. (laughs) Yes.
0: You know, this would be boring. And so people have to be okay with that. And if you're not okay with that, that's only okay if you're okay with that. Mm Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Some of y'all have to listen to that again. Yeah. Hit the rewind, tap that 15 seconds <laughs> arrow. Yeah. Right. But if you're like, I don't really like this, mm-hmm. like if you're just truly honest, or I wish this, or you know what? I really do want that. Like, what would life be like if you just never had the things you really wanted? And this is not about gratitude. It's not about being ungrateful about what you have right now. I'm grateful and right. I want more. Yeah. Or different. I'm with you. Yeah. Right? I love I love what's happening. And also, I want it to look different. Yeah. And I get to create that. Yeah. And no one else is responsible for that. So learning mm-hmm. to make decisions that are in support of the future vision or the future idea or the future goal or dream, even with that uncertainty, that decision is a part of you trusting yes. that the path you're on is the one you're supposed to be on. Right. Right. People want the path to be perfect, and they want to come out unscathed, and that's why the majority of people hate their lives.
1: Hey, you guys. If you've been following me here for a while or on any of my channels, you know I am always talking about the power of journaling and specifically what it has done for me and continues to do for me in my life With that said, I am so excited to officially announce that my guided and illustrated self-actualization journal, You Are The Path, is out for sale. I have been working on this for quite some time now with my incredible, talented artist friend, Emerald Pajet. And I could not be more excited for you to experience this journal. To make it very clear, this is not your typical kind of stationary item of journal. It's more of a book, and it is so visually stimulating. You are the path, holds space for you to unravel, unleash, investigate, hypothesize, affirm, inspire fortify, to essentially create you and all aspects of your life, you can literally stretch out and run free within the vast open pages. So in this journal, you have seven guided and illustrated sections led by five thought-provoking questions and prompts that evoke exploratory thinking. Of course, you're welcome to ignore them, but they are there to anchor you because Talking about journaling for some time now for so many people, I've learned that journaling can feel daunting to some people. Like you don't know what to do or where to start. So these journal prompts and questions are there to just anchor you in and help you get moving through the pages. Um, Each section also has a personal quote for me. And again, the artistry in this journal, throughout the journal, by my girl Emerald Pajet is absolutely incredible. It is there to evoke your imagination and all your senses and really just take you into deep parts of your mind and your heart so the final section offers 20 blank pages so the other sections all have lined pages in them and this is really special for me because I've never come across a journal that had both and throughout my journaling practice for almost the entirety of my life um, you know I've really needed and wanted both uh, so I'm just excited to give you this This opportunity to be able to sketch and just let your imagination run free on these blank pages, but also have the beautiful structure and, you know, refinement of of lines for you to just, you know, script out your heart. So... Again, this journal is absolutely a mystical experience. It's a mystical adventure. I want you to just drop in and to ultimately connect with your highest self, your authentic self, your intuition. And this journal is meant to facilitate that process for you. So to shop this journal, go to blackbeltbeauty.com. It's right there at the top menu. You'll also be able to see some visuals of the journal and I just, I know you're going to love it. So Let me know what you think and enjoy the path that is you. I agree. I fully fucking agree. You guys always say like, you got to be, you don't even know who the fuck you are until you get punched in the face by life. And then you feel, oh, oh, okay. Right. And then you get decisions. Then you have opportunities to decide a lot of things. Who are you in that moment? what are you going to do in that moment? Do you stay down? Do you get up? How do you move from that beat? Mm -hmm. You know, and as someone who's taken several punches and still to this day as an entrepreneur, like I'm fucking taking punches all the time. You know what I mean? Also because I live on my ledges. Yeah. I'm stretching myself every day. I want that 1% better every fucking day in every way of my life, which is not to say I'm not content or grateful or, you know, taking full ownership of where I'm at with love. Yeah. But I'm here to evolve. A hundred percent. That's what life is. Yeah. And
0: we get to expand. Right. And that's the whole thing. Right. We're not really talking to the person who's chosen not to expand. Right. We're talking to the person who's like, oh, that's me. Right. If you've already decided that you don't need to evolve and grow anymore. Mm -hmm. That's okay, Right. Just don't get in the way of the people that are like, no, I'm here to really make a difference for myself. Yes. And if that difference happens to also encourage, inspire, motivate other people been great. I
1: love what you just said. I had a conversation with one of my, bef- my best friends the other day. and I was like, there's all this talk on purpose. And I was like, you know what my purpose is? Well, like, you know, all my journaling, like my life purpose is actually to honor and be loyal to my self expression, the evolution of my self expression. And it can sound very kind of self centered, but what ends up happening is this the side effect of me always saying yes to my personal. Evolution and expressing my authentic self, my authentic evolution, I'm going to attain the skills, the gifts, expand my skills and my gifts that end up being the contribution to the world for others to benefit. So the side effect is that the world actually benefits from me standing. In loyalty and devotion to my personal evolution, but where this felt very powerful, number one, because it's true, but also because I feel like so often people are looking, I my purpose because they're thinking it needs to be something external, out there. right? So what you just said is it lives in 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 what I just shared that, hey, what if your purpose was just to
0: to expand yourself? Yeah, and here's the thing: stop looking for your purpose. It's not lost. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. Yes. it's actually not lost, but it is beaten up yeah. on top, underneath divorce, mm-hmm. heartbreak, finances, break, break uh, bankruptcy, insecurity, time, mm-hmm. society, the pandemic, post pandemic, losing people. So your purpose is there. There's just lots of life and bullshit on top of it. And yeah. when we start peeling back those layers, mm-hmm. then suddenly, but not so suddenly, yeah. do things that you really enjoy and your truest self begins to reemerge. But we've got so much stuff mm-hmm. going on. People can't even feel that for themselves yeah. because they're in a loop of yeah. just a habit loop of the matrix of our world. yeah. You know, yeah. and the truth of the matter is, you, people can be happier and they can feel more fulfilled. Mm-hmm. And it really does start with being honest with oneself.
1: Yes. You know?
0: You know, it takes me to, by the way, I am going to put this in the show
1: notes because I want everybody to watch your keynote that you have in your bio on mm. Instagram. It's so fucking good. But you, you, you're speaking to women and you're saying, you know, it's, it's, you're advocating for them to allow themselves to be
0: be their most powerful self. It's the
1: allowing piece. Can you talk about that? Because you kind of just did, right? Yeah, Yeah.
0: allowing. So allowing is a very feminine energy and allowing does require trust. Mm -hmm. Back to what you were saying. People, it is hard for people to allow because we have been trained to make things happen. Yes. And allowing sounds like patience Mm -hmm. and people are impatient. So they don't want, they can't allow. Yeah. Because allowing would require trust, belief, and allowing also requires when things aren't moving on your timeline mm-hmm. for you to still trust mm-hmm. that you're on the path for your greater good. And that's what allowance is. So it is scary to just allow until you get into a practice and you start seeing evidence that, wow, when I just chilled the fuck out, Look what happened. Yeah. The phone call came. The check from some insurance thing from 10 years ago popped up in my mailbox, right? The friend who just wanted to bless you blesses you. Yeah. You know, the person, uh, you know, when you normally are going to work every day, the traffic's terrible. One day, suddenly, it's not terrible for you. You make all the lights. So it's like when you just allow and you, are operating from a different energetic, that's what I call it. Yep. So when you come to your life, when you wake up with just a different energy that you've chosen, mm-hmm. not that has been predicated by your environment, yes. but when you choose how you're going to feel that day, you get to also choose allowance. Yeah. And allowance, I think, is... Is better than patience, and it goes, allowance kind of goes into flow too. Mm-hmm. yeah. And some people may be thinking, well, so d- does that mean we don't make decisions And no, don't be ridiculous. Yeah
1: <laughs> It no. means
0: to chill out. It means to set an intention mm-hmm. for something mm-hmm. to trust, yeah, and to be in alignment mm-hmm. with the intention.
1: And especially, would you say? I mean, when maybe you're in a situation where you you've, you're just gripping so hard, and you've you've exhausted all of your
0: efforts. Yeah,
1: that's like the fucking cue to back off. It's right? surrender, right? The feminine
0: energy. Yes, it's surrender. Yeah, and that's where everything starts to come to fruition. Yeah, and it sounds like magic, in <laughs> some worlds, but, my world, right? It is. Right and truly it really is the way just yeah chill out, mm-hmm. But chill out with trust. So there's the difference, right? Yes. So there's a distinction. It's not be lackadaisical about it. Yeah. And in, in, in disbelief, like, oh, that's never going to happen. So you just end up a couch potato. No, <laughs> it's you setting the intention yeah. and then aligning with that. That means that your conversations align with that. Mm-hmm. That means that your body in the morning aligns with that. That means that you're still positive about it and optimistic that this thing that you set the intention for is a part of your world. It means that you're already operating. Operating as if all the things that you desire are present day. It's not wishful thinking. It's not waiting for the thing to materialize before you have gratitude for it. hundred. That's the law of, this is a principle in
1: the law of resonance. 100%. Or people can say the law of attraction, but resonance I, I actually prefer because you you have to live from it versus thinking to it. Yes. Right? Yes. That's just to it's just, fr- everything is energy in life. Yes. It's all a frequency thing, right? So you got to get in alignment with that frequency. Yes. And that's what you're doing by everything that you just shared. So yes. I, I love that. And I know I have like the most radical, endless stories, experiences that validate what you just shared. Yes. Like on a whole nother level. Yes.
0: Yeah. And, and those, for those of you who are inside of a different sort of faith, all that is, is faith. Mm -hmm. So for those of you who believe differently, Mm -hmm. it's simply faith, which is believing fucking magic, basically. Yeah, It's still saying you need to believe something that hasn't materialized as if it's materialized. Exactly. It's the same concepts. It's true. No matter where you are in the world or what your belief system is. It's all universal law.
1: It is. And you're being a conscious creator. You know, that's to me, like one of the, as an artist, and we are all life artists, right? Whether you're aware of it or not, you're creating a reality. 100. But that gives you the agency to be the conscious creator. So it is an act. you're an active participant 100%. in your life. You're not just passive and like, oh, I'm just going to like wait for things to happen. No, it's it's in that rooting and that anchoring of that feeling of knowing that this is unfolding for me. Yes, that you're actually being very powerfully active. Yes,
0: but- you're the leading. You're the leading role, honey. You have the leading role in your life. And if people would just really operate that way, instead of defaulting that role to the president or to society or the government or their mom or their dad or their boss, it's like, yo, right, dial that back. Yeah, you're the leading role, and everyone else is playing in your show. A hundred percent. Let's talk
1: about abundance because it just feels like a nice mm-hmm. segue. And I know it's something you speak about. And again, this is something I love so much about you because, you know, you, you like you just shared, you know, you come from not having it not, and you know what that feels like. And that's why, you know, when I listen to your God, whoever doesn't follow you yet, please go fucking follow her right now and watch her live <laughs> IGs. I swear it is my favorite thing just to watch your live IGs. You deliver so much value and like work-related things, but it's also just your magnetic presence and the truth that exudes from you. And when you're speaking about anything related to money, prosperity, abundance, um, especially obviously as an entrepreneur that supports, you know, your community to live with an abundant mindset and build a wealthy life, you know, I, for me, I'm like, yeah, you, you, I believe you. Like what you're saying, I believe you because I know that you, you've you lived the whole fucking process. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Abundance is, for first of all, abundance comes in every form, right? And so mm-hmm. I believe that we should have abundance in all of the areas of our lives. Mm-hmm. Money is one of those areas. Your heart is one of those areas. Your love life is one of those areas. And when we're talking about money and finances specifically, you know, there is no, there really is no cap aside from what you Choose for yourself. Here I am, a black woman, 46, Mm -hmm. high school dropout, no GED, teenage mom, coming from being abandoned, adopted into an abusive situation. Yeah. You can't tell me that our mind is not powerful. You cannot tell me that you can't overcome your circumstances. I refuse to believe it. Yeah. I just refuse to. It's just not true. I'm. Full fucking evidence walking around with amazing hair, by the way. Yes. (laughs) With literally living this out. I retired my mother in February 3rd, 2018. That's amazing. February 3rd, 2018, I took my mother's paycheck and I said, you can quit. I'm going to pay this paycheck. That's incredible. So the financial abundance is necessary. And what I did was I just incrementally called it in. Okay. So first I was like, oh, if I can make an extra—because I had a job. If I can make an extra $2,500 a month, and then I did that, I was like, oh, if I can make an extra 5000 Then I was like, oh, I did that. Then I was like, oh, if I can make eight. And then I was like, oh, shit, this is real. Like, I can just keep going. <laughs> <laughs> and I just kept going.
1: And you were not on a fixed income, or what were you— Just for, No, like, I was there's...
0: working a regular job. Okay. Yeah yeah. No, yeah. yeah, I was working a regular job. I wasn't on the system at that time. Um And yeah, and so I just had my side hustles. Yeah. Doing this or that, you know, Mm -hmm. had this project, that project. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I was writing resumes. Like, I'm not even a resume writer. (laughs) Um, Sometimes I was building websites. Like, I don't even build websites, but I can watch YouTube. Yeah, yeah. And so it's like people have to step outside themselves. But here's the truth. Some people don't want to, and they're okay with that. And that's okay, too, as long as it's okay with you. But don't lie to yourself. Don't look in the mirror and freaking lie to yourself that you're okay with your life if you're really not okay with your life. Uh, I, my heart is just swooning right now. Like, you know what I'm saying? Fuck yes. Like, don't do that. Yeah. And so you can really have what you want. And you know what I love? I fucking love my story because it says to everyone that's not Black and everyone with a degree and every male that your excuses are fucking bullshit. Because
1: mm-hmm.
0: you'd never want to be a 46-year young Black woman in America without a GED. You wouldn't. No one would trade. Yeah. Yeah. So what's your excuse? Right. What is your excuse? And that's when we really have to start getting inside ourselves. And and it's not about beating yourself up. Okay. Mm -hmm. Don't beat yourself up. Take ownership. Mm -hmm. Right. Stop blaming other people. And even if you can blame someone else, don't. Right. I live by this idea that everything's my fault.
1: Even if somebody fucking did me wrong, because it keeps me in the driver's seat of my life as a creator. And it always gives me an opportunity to learn something. Yes. And that's a power play, power move that, you know, builds
0: the world powerfully. Right. Like, Yeah. yeah. Could you get to ask yourself, what could I have done differently? Right. Right. It's not about beating yourself up. It's just about taking ownership. What could I have done? Oh, I could have noticed the signs before. Right. I could have decided earlier. Mm -hmm. It didn't have to be this bad. I knew this when, but I didn't do anything about it. I could have spoken up, but I didn't because of X, Y, and Z. So we really do get to own our own life and our existence. Yeah. And, you know, it's interesting. People talk a lot about, you know, our society and things that are happening. And things are happening. And I'm very keenly aware and also— I'm aware of my own world. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> right? I'm aware of my own world and I'm aware of what's happening in it and what I have control over and the people I get to impact. And that's my work. That's my way of saving part of the planet. Truly. Right? Yes. I so
1: resonate with you. Yeah. yeah I mean, that's, you know, because... I also, I mean, it's very clear because you respect the laws of energy. Mm-hmm. Like, what are you going to do with all the other things that are that you can't control? Mm-mm. You know, you, you know, you can control you and you can control how you continue to show up to support, you know, the world in, in the ways at which you're doing. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's so, it's so, it's so important. and so powerful. Um, I want to talk with you about you know, the hustle culture. Mm -hmm. I want to talk about burnout and it touches back on the feminine energy because that's a big conversation for me. And i like I said, at the very top of this talk that, you know, I am here to demonstrate that, no, you could actually build the life of your dreams and not fucking burn out in the process. But we have not, we don't have many examples of that. In fact, you know, the story, and I say this with compassion, truly, but the burnout story is boring to me. I, I want more proof <laughs> of,
0: of the knot. But you have to consciously. hundred percent. It's hard. Yeah. Yeah. Speak about it, please. So for me, I knew that I was in 2020, uh, a little bit before that, actually, in 2019, I was feeling very exhausted because I was in hustle mode. Yeah. You know, I was already making seven figures at that time. I was in hustle mode. I was married at that time. I was totally neglecting my family. I was not a present mother. I was not a present wife because I felt like I was doing it for the family. Mm -hmm. And I was, but I was also doing it for me, you know, and I was also using it as a, as therapy, you know, if you will. And It was very toxic, the way that I was working. Mm -hmm. And I was actually encouraging other people to work as hard as I was. If you want this success, then you have to do this. And what I learned along the way was, had I been more strategic and intentional Mm -hmm. and understood that there's a balance between creativity and execution, Mm -hmm. right, that I would have a more harmonious entrepreneurial experience. Yeah. And what I did was I neglected my family. I ended up getting a divorce. My daughter hated me. And I had to really stop and take pause on why I was doing that and why I had allowed that. Yeah. And so that led to a series of therapies. It led to a sabbatical that I took for my feminine journey and just really understanding because I knew innately that, that I wasn't my fullest expression of myself, mm-hmm. but I knew I had to survive. Right, And so I had to get out of that. And so this is within the last several years, mm-hmm. I've always known that there was this woman inside me. And that's why I can speak so passionately about this mm-hmm. to your audience and with you is because I'm trying to help people see that you don't have to do that. And that when you know better, the opportunity to do better is there Mm -hmm. and you have and you have the opportunity to take it or not take it. And so for me, that sabbatical that I went on in July 2020, Mm -hmm. when the pandemic was like crazy and they were just opening up other countries, Mm -hmm. I went to Jamaica and I checked out of everything. And I was like, I'm done with the hustle culture. I'm done with mass with toxic, masculine, unhealthy energy. Mm -hmm. I'm done with working all night. I'm done with working at home. I'm done with working after six. I'm done with working on the weekends because I'm like, if you can't get done what you need to get done within 20 to 40 hours, do you really know what the fuck you're doing? <laughs> You know what I'm saying? It's so true. I'm like if you've got to work yourself I'm like I got to <laughs> do something different. This is killing me. Yeah. And I'm getting a divorce.
1: Right. Like I didn't get
0: married to get a divorce. Now, right. we would have ended up divorced anyway mm-hmm. at some point cuz I wouldn't I wouldn't have been fulfilled in that specific relationship. Yeah. But also, you know, I still had to take responsibility for my part in it. Yeah. I totally neglected my family for my job. Yeah. For my business. And they did financially benefit from that and they still do,
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know, but they don't care about that. Right. They wanted me. Right. You know, and I didn't know how to be there, mm-hmm. you know, and so I've learned a lot over the past several years. That's amazing. And that's a big part of your coaching and know, everything that
1: your your business offers yes, is like that yes. infusion, which I, I love. That was one of the first things when I, you know, came across you th- to our boy, Scott, um, you know, because I, I truly believe that that needs to be expressed more because um, we, you know, as women, just to, to focus on women specifically here, I mean, literally from a biological standpoint, and I am a science geek, like we're not fucking designed to be moving through the you know, um, hormonal, like we don't have testosterone the whole way through week by week. We are changing hormonally. And so we're not designed to be all execution, you know, full time. And look, you know, my audience knows this about me for sure, but I'm an edgy bitch. I fucking love power moves, decision. Mm-hmm. Like I love it. I love. Mm-hmm. I love that, but I also love the curve. Yeah, so I
0: love the softness. Yes. I love the sensuality. I mean, that's me. That's as an your artist. balance. Exactly. Everyone has their own balance right. with it, and right. and it's just even knowing that it exists. Truly. Instead of feeling like, I don't know why I'm doing this. No, there's a part of us of everyone. This is not a male-female conversation. This is an energy conversation Mm -hmm. about understanding where we are on the feminine side and how that supports Mm -hmm. the masculine doing in us. Exactly, Because that's fun. Like, we love to do that. But from what energetic are we bringing to that to even be creative and then allow the feminine energy part of us to then support the masculine, energetic, doing, execution of it all. They go together. They really do. I love that you said that. You know, I just created a fucking masterclass
1: episode. It's not out yet, but- um, about my my energy flow through the day and how I frame it as yin, yang, yin. Mm-hmm. And then the yin is the feminine, right? Mm-hmm. So these are my self-care practices and, mm-hmm. and there's a lot in there. But ultimately, yes. these, this yin bookending situation is giving the yang energy so much more potential yes. to execute on a more powerful level yes. versus if I'm just all yang and dried the fuck out, my nervous system's fried. That's how most people
0: are moving. Right? That's how I was moving. That's how you were moving. Yes. And then I had to do better. Right. I had to do better because people that I loved, they were suffering because of how I was showing up. Right. And I got a chance to and took the opportunity to really, I was just honest with myself because I knew who I was and I always have. Yeah. I just didn't feel like I could be her because I had to do so much. Sure. It didn't feel safe. Right. And so once I was like, oh, i got to unsubscribe from this shit. This is killing (laughs) me. Like, this isn't even fun anymore. And I love my work. Yeah. Right. But it wasn't, it was becoming not to be fun. And I was like, no, this is, this is fun. And so I've got to get and deal with my own shit. Yeah. Right. And, and I did. And it's just been the best. What what, Do you have any, um, daily
1: rituals that support this harmonization for you? That-
0: yes. For one, it's the baseline of belief. Mm. What do you really believe about yourself? Mm-hmm. Right? So everyone needs a, a baseline. And that can take you a while to work through. Yeah. So if your baseline is you don't believe in yourself or you have negative thoughts about yourself, and and, and I just want to say it's okay to have negative thoughts, okay? Yeah. Negative yeah. thoughts are healthy. We all have negative thoughts. Mm-hmm. It's not about being positive Pollyanna all the time. Mm-mm. And it's like, but what is the source of that negative thought? And just really getting to a really nice, healthy baseline of belief for yourself. Mm -hmm. And then every morning, the first 90 minutes is mine. Yes. (laughs) So I used to be on this snooze alarm 12 times, runaway train. As soon as you get up, you get up you're like, okay, let me go brush my teeth, get in the shower. No. And you're giving everyone else your day. Mm -hmm. And especially if you're a mom or you're in a relationship, your day usually does go to other people first. Right. And you have to really take that back. Yeah. So that could mean you have to wake up an hour earlier, 30 minutes earlier. Mm -hmm. Just to honor. Yeah. Just being present with yourself. Right. You know, and that really sets up a more harmonious day. The other two things that I do that this may be supportive for someone is when I go in my closet, I always dress based on how I want to feel that day. I love it. Yeah. So do I want to feel edgy today or yeah. sexy? Or do I want to look like I'm, you know, in yoga workout? Do I want to be comfortable? Do I want to be cl- super classy today? Right. You know, do I want to be nostalgic today? Sometimes I, I'm dressed like it's the 80s. Yeah. You know what I'm oh, saying? I love the 80s. You know? and 80s. <laughs> yeah. but, but it really helps. I, I'm not doing things, and people are the opposite. Mm-hmm. They let how they feel dictate everything. Truly. I'm choosing how I want to feel. Yes. And then this other thing is I, all of my per- perfumes have a personality. Oh. Okay. So some of them are very feminine. Some mm-hmm. of them, like I wear Tiffany Signature when I want to get a lot of work done, or I wear Creed when I want to get a lot, a lot of work done. Or if I'm feeling like money, I wear Clive, you know. Or I will wear Gucci if I'm feeling kind of girly, like Gucci Flora. I like that one, you know what I'm saying? And so I started buying myself really nice perfumes and scents, and then giving them. Because then I'm the essence of that.
1: Yeah, yeah. Totally. You know what I'm yeah, saying. Your
0: body. Oh, I totally do. Yes. Yeah. And so, and I just love that. And so, for you, it could be essential oils. It could be yeah. perfumes. It could it could be whatever. Yeah. But it's really again that intention that you have taken control of your day and you're not letting the day rule you. Yes, ma'am. I mm-hmm. love that. Yeah. No,
1: that's so. I love it because it shows the creativity, um, and it's it's also accessible to mm-hmm. people, yes. you know, people can do that. Like, yes. oh, yeah, let me start to, you know, like when I wear this, this is one of my things when from a very young age and, you know, I spent a large portion of my career life as a, a celebrity makeup artist, but um, my power red lip, mm. I mean, I remember at fucking 19 years old going into Neiman Marcus in the sales and I'm like going in to do the, um, what, I'm like, what do they call it again? It's so long ago, an interview. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's an interview, ma'am. An interview. I was like, and my my thought behind it psychologically was I'm going to wear this red lip because I want them to be very focused on the words that I'm saying coming Mm. out of my mouth. Right. So it is that intentionality piece that helps you to embody that essence. Because embodiment
0: is everything. Right. You want to become it. Yes. Yeah. You don't want to be, you don't have to seek it. Mm -hmm. You can choose to embody it. You can borrow it. Because I tell, I was doing a class or something the other day and I said, borrow my audacity just borrow it. That's powerful. Like, just borrow it. Like, go out there and just, I'll be on your shoulder energetically, you know, just rooting for you, pushing you along, like, go, bitch, go. Yeah, You know, just pushing you along, like, dude, dude, you got it. You got it. You know, because what's the worst that's going to happen? Because the truth is, Roxy, for people that have a desire for something that they don't currently have, you already are at zero. Right. So... There's really nothing to lose. Right. The worst thing that can happen is you can still not have it.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it's so true. <laughs> but not
0: trying is like, that's boring.
1: No. And it's it's also, you know, regret, I feel, is way more detrimental yeah, yeah. than
0: oops. Yes. yes right. Yeah. Like, fuck that. And you could be and you know what's also it's exciting to try. Yes. Because really then is. you prove to yourself, like, man, like I I oh. did that. I fucking went for it. Yeah. yeah. You know, even if you're last in the race, honey. Yes. Like you practice, you did the things, you showed up for yourself. And there's just something about that internal gratification that you bet on yourself. A hundred percent. Yeah. You know, one of my quotes is you have to feel worthy of the battle and the victory. Yes.
1: So whatever your challenge is, if you could just, you know, because if you think about it like this, like, let's just say there's a challenge that you're not super, afraid of, but it's in, it, it's exciting you. Mm-hmm. Why is it exciting you? Because you feel like you're good enough to move through that challenge. Mm-hmm. So now move it over to a challenge that maybe isn't exciting you, but it is something that's standing guard at your ideal desire growth experience. So you got to move through it or not, but let's just say you do. Can you psychologically position yourself to feel fucking worthy of that battle as well? Because the victory and the battle... It's a package deal. And the battle could be something psychological. It could be something physical. It could be both, whatever. But that reframe for me has well, is, is certainly served me and mm-hmm. serves my community. It's like, yeah, oh, yeah, I'm fucking worthy of this. Yes, 100%. You move through it different, 100%, right? 100%. Yeah.
0: 100%. I just love the fact that we are such proof that you can do anything.
1: Yeah. You can
0: come from anywhere. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And— it's not even about, this isn't even about being rich. This is just about being more fulfilled. Right. How can you just be more fulfilled in your life? Right. And it's not even about people becoming, you know, an influencer or inspiring millions of people or thousands of people. It's simply you're an influence everywhere you go. And the question I have for everyone listening is, what are you influencing? What energy are you bringing? What are people gaining as a result of you walking in the room if you didn't even say a word. Mm. That's really powerful. Like how how powerful is your simple presence when you walk in somewhere yeah, without even saying anything? And that takes some self-work to yeah. illuminate in that way. Sure. You know, it does. And that's a great effortlessly. Yes. Yeah, Mm -hmm. no, I
1: love it. I want to ask you as we start to, but first of all, like this was part one of so many, honestly. (laughs) like I just love being in space with you and love listening to you. You truly, you're incredible. Um, Feminine and rich. I'd love to know just some of the things that are really lighting you up right now in the workspace. Yeah, share. Oh my goodness.
0: So I'm so excited. So my Epic Woman brand is a business coaching brand. I'm excited Mm -hmm. about, my 22-month transition out of being the CEO of that business. Yes. I'm very excited because it gives another person an opportunity to run a company, a seven-figure company that um, I no longer am interested in doing. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: It also shows my current community that you can move on. Yeah. You don't have to be tethered to these things that we created. We're so indebted to things. Right. And we just don't have to be. The other thing I'm really excited about is falling in love this year. Oh, I love I'm that claiming you. it. Okay, yes. I'm going to be somebody's girlfriend on Instagram, yes. slobbering all over his face. <laughs> Okay, there is some black man somewhere uh, uh, in this world that is like looking for me. Uh, yes, he is. You know, I'm putting my energy on there for you. <laughs> you. know, he has all the good parts. He's very sweet and kind. He has to be. And passionate and magnetic. You know, yes. And preferably, you know, 6'2 or taller, but you know. <laughs> If not, that's okay. <laughs> um, and then I'm also super excited about my new brand that I'm launching, which is Feminine and Rich, So exciting. which is a personal development brand. It's mm-hmm. kind of the prerequisite to everything. It's helping women really understand how they can be feminine and live an enriched life in every area. Mm-hmm. So I'm very happy about that. And I really want to move and live some time abroad. I haven't decided where. I've been looking at Colombia, maybe Bali. Okay. Um, Yeah, I just want to explore more of the world. I don't want to be tied down here.
1: Yeah. You know, I want to
0: travel and I want to be in love traveling and make good money and help people. And so, yeah, that's what I'm up to.
1: I love it. And you've written some books. Do you think that there's another book coming out of you?
0: There's a book coming out of me this year called Tired of Being a Strong Black Woman. Okay. Which is my journey in the feminine. Okay. Yeah. And I'm very, I'm co-writing that with my feminine coach, Nadine Hatat.
1: Beautiful. And
0: I'm so excited about it because it really is the diary of our work together when we were in Jamaica.
1: Oh, wow. Which was very
0: intimate, sacred work. Mm
1: -hmm. And
0: I just want women to feel more free.
1: I love it. Yeah.
0: It's just more free. We're so (sighs) weighted. Yeah. You know, we're so weighted. And It's just time just to feel better. Yeah. You know, smile more, have stronger orgasms. Oh, yeah. more of them. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And, you know, wear your hair how you want to wear it. Yeah. Wear clothes you want to wear, Mm -hmm. you know, show those legs. I I did a video the other day on Instagram and I was like, yo, listen, girl, it's okay if you got chin hairs, boob (laughs) hairs, (laughs) cellulite, pluck them, put some lotion on and keep it moving. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? I, I do. Like that we, damn boob hair. You know, <laughs> I, right? You know, just pluck it. Just- Let them grow until someone's gonna, you know, and then you can pluck it right before they get to it. No one's gonna know. I fucking love you. Seriously, like, how does that even happen? This is—it's so disrespectful. <laughs> I mean, seriously, like, how does? How I don't even like. Are we are we turning into men now as we get older? <laughs> You start growing hairs in places like what is this shit? <laughs> and oh my god, the the gray badge oh, no. hair, <laughs> shave it, <laughs> wax it, stop it. There's no reason anyone, no, no, we no. do not want an aged vagina. No, I mean, it's okay to be aged, but she, yeah. we will not tolerate <laughs> silver or gray hairs. No. <laughs> Unless that's your thing. It's right. All the, right unless you. it's your thing. Right. No judgment. Seriously. Do what you want. But I'm as for with, this one, I'm with you. I'm going until the cows, yet, until like, the I'm... fat lady sings, baby. <laughs> until the fat lady sings.
1: Coloring it. Uh, you know what I'm
0: saying? Yeah, no. Oh, my God. Um, pluck I love that you. one. And then the gray hairs, anywhere in your body, they're so unruly. <laughs> You know, they, they're just like, they're well, they're like the older person that just doesn't give a fuck. Exactly, <laughs> right? that's exactly what they're like. They're like, bitch, I earn this position, right? <laughs> right? They're like, I earn this, right? Okay, <laughs> I belong. You know, I had to fight. Yeah, like Oprah in uh in the color purple, when she says, I had to fight all my life. That's how those gray hairs feel. And that's how they show up. Yeah, they're, they're, right? they're resilient as hell. <laughs> they're like, come at me. Yeah. I'm going to fight you back. I'm like, wow, this is aggressive. <laughs> yeah, I have one gray chin here and she's <laughs> a whole bitch, but it's fine.
1: <laughs> oh my gosh. There goes my mascara again. Ugh. But it's fine. Gabrielle, I love you truly. Thank you so much. <laughs> Not only for this conversation, for us to just embark on a new friendship, and yes. especially for how you show up so authentically, you, so unapologetically, you, you are magnetic. I just want to keep shining a fucking light on you. Oh, and again, you. I, I do want to do this again. Thank you, please um to advise um how everybody can just get dialed into you. The best place is Instagram, wherever you're showing yes. up the most. And
0: yeah, well first of all, thank you so much. This has been thank fantastic. So I love good. your energy, and I thank love the you. work that you're doing. Thank you. I, you can find me on Instagram. That's the best kind of hub. So just go to Epic, A-P-R-I-L-L-E. And yeah, there's a link there. You can peruse around, follow me, share me with your friends, you know, stalk my page, do all Watch her keynote. Yeah, watch the keynote. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And if you have a, you know, a male friend that you think... (laughs) Put in an application. (laughs) You know, send them my link and, you know... It's a match.
1: (laughs) I love it. I love it. Thank you for having me. All right, girl. Thank you. To be continued. To be continued. Thanks so much for tuning into this episode, you guys. If you loved it, please share it on your social. Throw it up on your Instagram stories and tag me. I'm at Black Belt Beauty. I am also at Roxy Look. R-O-X-Y-L-O-O-K. I love connecting with you guys. This is a conversation that I want to just continue growing with you guys. So if you feel inspired,